0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the podcast on this Lord's Day. I'm so glad to have you with us today. I'm thinking about the goodness and mercies of God, and I'm thinking about joy. Someone once wrote, The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. In the darkness, I'll dance, in the shadows, I'll sing. The joy of the Lord is my strength. In Sunday school, the children sing, The joy of the Lord is my strength. 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 <laughs> you know, over in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12, The Bible says, fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I believe when we look at that verse and think of joy, we need to be willing to fight for our joy. Because as Christians, we should be marked by faith and joy. And joy, of course, is one of the most precious fruits of the Spirit. In my opinion, if knowing Jesus doesn't bring us a deeper joy than those who don't know Him, what do you really believe? I mean, that doesn't mean Christians don't suffer and experience discouragement and sadness and grief and sometimes even depression. Paul said himself in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 10 that, he was sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. So somehow, Paul was able, even in the throes of sorrow, to maintain his joy, to hold on to his joy. In fact, one of the promises that Jesus made in John chapter 15, verse 11, he said, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full Praise the name of the Lord. I mean, won't heaven be sort of the ultimate of our fullness of joy? But see, Jesus wants us to know his joy now, right now, today. And I believe believers can produce the fruit of the Spirit in this life. And one of those fruits of the Spirit is joy. Joy, praise God. You know, Psalm 1611 says, In your presence there is fullness of joy. I know, I know, I know that uh, we have a fullness of joy that awaits us in heaven. But you know what? Heaven will take care of itself. What I need is a taste of that joy in this life. How about you? So how do we experience that joy, Christ's joy right now? Well, let me remind you that prayer is one of the most powerful ways to grow your trust and to grow your hope as you seek a stronger faith. And in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 2, it says, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that can hold no water. You see, when we look to the world, when we look to circumstance, situation, happenstance, when we look to anything else but Jesus for lasting joy, you're going to come up empty because those things that you would think should bring you happiness, uh, joy, uh, out there in the world, no, they're leaky cisterns. They're leaky vessels. It may last for a minute, for a, a you know, moment, but guess what? That joy shall diminish the worldly joy diminishes, but the joy God gives us, amen, in that secret place is a joy that's everlasting. And that's the joy that we need to pray for. We need to ask God to free us from all those things that want to steal our joy, amen, and, and, and ask God to give us insights and confidence and faith, in, faith even as we pray so that when you pray and ask for God to help you to walk in purity and humility, you will remember that God said that He is your righteousness and peace. Amen? And that will bring you the contentment, even in difficult circumstances that you face. And that contentment equates to the joy that you will have. Amen? So as you desire for an attitude of selfless Uh, living and selfless giving, amen, learn how to complain, not to complain about everything, but in everything, you know, find praise and find worship to the Lord. See, the Holy Spirit wants to help you, my friends, and he wants us to help us to think only in those things which are truthful and noble, things that are right and pure and lovely and admirable and excellent and praiseworthy. And listen, if we desire to walk uh, with the Lord in in His joy and to rejoice in Him always, even in the difficult times, let me tell you, you'll learn that joy that joy will abide with you in that in that special place in your heart. Amen. So remember, friends, as you're seeking of the Lord and as you're walking with Him, as you're resting in Him and trusting in Him you'll be reminded again and again of the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. And what were those words? Well, he said, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Think about that. As the Father has loved the Lord Jesus Christ, so does he love you today. And he wants you to abide in that love. And listen to me. If you draw close to the Lord and keep his commandments, you will abide in my love, Jesus said, just as he kept his father's commandments and, and abided in his love. Those things, Jesus said, I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. See, when we're fighting the good fight of faith and seeking the presence of God throughout the day, we will benefit from the joy of the Lord, the assurance of Christ. I love what the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 15, verse 16 says. He says, your words were found and I ate them and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. Think about that for a minute. As we consume God's word, as we draw near unto God through his word and through prayer, guess what, we devour those promises. And they become joy and a delight to your heart. You see, God's word is a conduit of his joy. It really is. It's on God's word that his joy comes. And as you and I continue to take it in and believe it and obey it, it becomes delight to us. His promises gives us hope and makes us glad. Not only is the joy of the Lord your strength the joy of the Lord becomes your gladness. Can you say amen? Your gladness. That's what happens when we fight the good fight of faith by studying the scriptures and asking God for understanding and meditate on those truths. And I love David too. David prayed for joy. David prayed in Psalms 51:12. He said, restore unto me the joy of your salvation. The joy of your salvation, think about it for a moment, friend. You once were lost, but now you've found. You once were blind, but now you see. You once were far away from God, but now you are near. Amen. All because Jesus died and paid for your sins and he rose from the dead. And he lifted you up and made you to sit with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. The joy of your salvation. And we can have that joy even in difficult times and, seasons, and when seasons come that are troublesome. We can choose to look at the cross and remember the hope that we have through the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, my friends, you can win the battle and you can fight the good fight of faith and you will re- remain in the joy of your salvation. What did Luke say in chapter 10, verse 20? Luke said that Jesus said, Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life or written in heaven, as he says it there. Amen. Written in heaven. Your name is written in heaven. You have eternal life, and that eternity is secured in Christ. And the more you spend time in God's Word, the more you spend time meditating on His truths and praying, the more you too will long to be with Jesus in His heaven. So don't give up, my friend. Keep fighting the good fight of faith by focusing on the truth of your eternal home and, and the glory that you will share with our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, folks, maybe we need to do as David did, who took himself by the collar and shook himself over the book of Psalms, chapter 42, verse 5 and 6. And David said to himself, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil with me? Hope in God, for I shall praise him, my salvation and my God. Sometimes you just got to take yourself, amen, uh, and pick yourself up and determine, determine, Say to yourself, listen, I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to praise the God of my salvation. Why? Because Jesus came for our joy. And sometimes it's not easy. But if we continue to abide in Christ, trust me, it will be worth it. I can guarantee you one thing. No one in heaven will say it wasn't worth going through what they, uh, what they went through here on earth. No way. Amen. The suffering of this world can't be compared, the scripture says, to the glory that's going to be revealed. So today, let the joy of the Lord remain to be your strength. You see, godly sorrow is only for a little bit because the Bible says joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that promise. So I bless you today. I bless you today, and I just ask you to join me in that song. The joy of the Lord is my strength. 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 When I want joy, I must shout for it. (laughs) Are you shouting today? I hope so. Let the shout of victory come. Uh, ring out from your lips and from your heart and from your mind and know today that you shall have that joy on this Lord's day. Amen. Because you are determined in the precious and the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for tuning in with Brother Johnny each and every week. Thank you for your messages to me. Uh, thank you to those who uh, feel led to send financial support uh, to help uh Miss Judy and I continue to take this gospel, thank you for that so very very much, and thank you for your love more importantly, and your prayers. God bless you today, and I'll see you next time right here.